Hey, I'm Jesse. As we continue through the book of Ruth, you're going to see how it's a narrative whose backdrop is set by the Old Testament law. These Old Testament passages that bog us down when we try to read through the Bible, uh, man, the book of Ruth really helps us contextualize them. We're in, in Ruth uh, chapter 2 right now in our, our, our curriculum this week, so I'm going to read from that a little bit, and I'm going to read from Leviticus to show you further backdrop to the, the narrative of Ruth. Here's Ruth chapter 2, verse 1. Now, Naomi had a relative on her husband's side. He was a prominent man of noble character from Elimelech's family. His name was Boaz. Ruth the Moabitess asked Naomi, Will you let me go into the fields and gather fallen grain behind someone with whom I find favor? Naomi answered her, Go ahead, my daughter. So Ruth is asking to follow through on something that God had promised someone just like her, the resident alien, meaning she's not a citizen of Israel, but she's living there. Here's Leviticus chapter 19, verse 9. When you reap the harvest of your land, you are not to reap to the very edge of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. Do not strip your vineyard bare or gather its fallen grapes. Leave them for the poor and the resident alien. I am the Lord your God. Now, the book Deuteronomy, its title means second law or like this reiteration of the law. And you can see in the book of Leviticus how what we read yesterday, it's, it's echoed in Deuteronomy and it's, it's embellished further. It's, it's specified further. In the Deuteronomy version of the same exact command, we see the, the resident alien. That's what we see here. We see uh, also the widow, uh, but we also see the fatherless named in Deuteronomy, whereas it's not included in Leviticus. Ruth had reason to trust that the people of God were going to obey the law of God. God had made provision for her. Leviticus also specifically uh, notes the corners of the field, the very edge of the field. See that in Leviticus 19.9? When you reap the harvest of your land, you are not to reap to the very edge of your field. Okay, um, I've heard a very prominent false teacher, pastor of the biggest church in the world, utterly abuse this text and this aspect of Ruth. Try to take it, take a story about two bereft widows destitute in a famine and try to turn it into a message on prosperity. Uh, no, no, it's it's not what this is about at all. Actually, the, the circumstances were quite dire for Naomi and Ruth. The only hope that they had was the word of God. She knew that there would be something for her at the edges of her field because of this prescribed practice in Leviticus 19. You can trust that there's always provision in the word of God. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. God had these two destitute widows in mind centuries before they arrived. He's got you in mind, okay? His eye is on the sparrow. He knows everything that you need. He clothes the lilies of the field in beautiful splendor, and you matter far more to him than those lilies do, than those birds do. They don't even have 401ks, stupid birds. They don't save up for the winter is what the text says. And yet here you are, you're more valuable than all of them. Hasn't God always put food on your table? Hasn't he always taken care of you? He will continue in the future. Let me pray for you. God, I lift up my brothers and sisters in Christ. As we study this book of Ruth, we're struck by the, the image of a lovely Moabitess widow who's 
just counting on the people of God, obeying the commands of God in Deuteronomy 25 and Leviticus 19. And we trust in you as well, O oh God. Would we likewise be people who could be found faithful to the word of God? There are people in need in the city of Seattle who need us as Christians to enact the word of God, to see to it that we care for those who are in great need, that we would practice religion that is pure and faultless, that we would look after those who need us. You've been caring for the poor through your people since Leviticus 19. Would you care for those who are in need to the people of God in the Redemption Church in Seattle today? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.